Welcome to the Porn Stars of People podcast. Thank you for listening. My name is Dan Pregolant, comedian, and I'm here with uh, the James. wonderful James Bartolet. Uh, and I, I thank you. On I had a feeling multiple... you were going to go the wrong way in no. the pronunciation. No, so no, that's no, why no. I cut you off. No, I took a breath. Uh, okay. No, no, I, um, <laughs> no, I, I want to thank you on multiple levels because uh, number one, you've you've been you've been uh, kind of my uh, my my guidance throughout the the entire week. On well, uh, getting you. people on these episodes, and, and then, last week in Vegas, you got a yeah, couple of gals. Yeah. You got my ex Mimi on yeah, there, yeah. Uh, and, and and so so thank you for that. And then yeah, and then for having me here today. Uh, to this we episode. had everybody down here on the show, not only adult film stars, but I believe I also sent over Jennifer Lopez's dry cleaner <laughs> too for the interview. So you know, Hop Singh will be here in just and, a minute. And uh, and it was fantastic because uh, I needed I needed my shirts pressed, so it worked out. <laughs> it actually worked out in my favor. But I'm bump bump. This so, is what you get when you've got two comedians trying to do a show we're going to try to one-up each other here for this episode so uh we're we're here at your home yeah. um it's, I, I don't i don't i guess i don't even know where to start with you what a, um, oh, by the way you kept staring at my face and this is the way that you could tell a male adult film star they always have red faces I didn't and that's because they take male enhancement pills i'm kidding it just is what happens to your face no, when you take male enhancement pills, it makes your it, face it, red. It, it, that flush. We don't, you know, we don't, we don't. Uh, the the general public doesn't have all the knowledge. But we don't take male enhancement that. pills. That's 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 amateurs that take that <laughs> stuff. This is just a sunburn because we live in Southern California. Yeah. And I was out by the pool with the kittens. You see, at my place, Hefner has the bunnies. Yeah. But at my place, the girls are called the kittens. The kittens. So we always have the girls are over here and there's several out by the pool right now just luxuriousizing around and so i mean sangria i bet everybody so i bet everybody <laughs> loves <laughs> i bet everyone loves your apartment i bet everybody uh that, well, that yeah, lives in here house. it's a big but uh, everybody that lives here is very town. happy that you live here I, I oh no 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 people dig this place i mean the view is gorgeous yeah. here we're centrally located to everything i just meant your neighbors that you bring all the girls to the pool oh well the neighbors love that but you know what dan i gotta tell you i'd like to be as low profile as possible sure. but of course here i am doing an interview in my house yeah so i'm not being that low so profile let's, let's but, i just want to yeah. set the scene i just want to set the scene because what are Look, you here's another one walked in what are you wearing you're wearing you're Clothing. wearing uh, a a hell's <laughs> Uh, a Hell's what? Angels kind of. Uh, oh thing. yeah, it's some some guys, uh, some friends of mine that do tattoos and. So is yeah, this their shirt? And their uh, tattoo place. Hell's Kitchen tattoos. So, yeah. but is this going to be? Is this going to be what you're wearing in the scene? You're doing you're doing some stuff. Yeah, in the oh yeah, while. yeah. Right as soon as we get finished, I'd get right commence to so, fucking. So here's so here's what <laughs> I was going to ask you. You're wearing all black. Very, it's kind of like a like a motorcycle inspired shirt. It's kind of like I'm the Jewish Johnny Cash today. Yeah. Because uh, well, and then and then I guess that solves it at the end because you're wearing Crocs, so I guess yeah, that, in in I honor the of uh, Ron Jeremy, that that's the the, the the Crocs is is the Jewish it's, part. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Jeremy wears Crocs to everything. Is that he true? He's one of the very first people. Oh, I didn't know. Oh, that. look, Larry Moe, vagina. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a naked chick over there. That's so, why I did that. So there. Uh, so but I also played Curly in Three Stooges Triple X. That's so which funny. I got uh, one of my awards. So um, funny. Is, oh, being, wait a minute. This being, is it right here. For, for being, for being curly not, in the Three Stooges, not the Three Stooges yeah. Triple X. When that's hilarious. And then after I came, I like got on the floor and I started spinning around like curly. I'm coming. Hello, toots. That's fantastic. I it's I have done parodies of all of these different movies, and the funny thing was when I was a kid actor, I was in a lot of these films. Yeah, interesting. So then decades later, I'm doing all the parodies. That's of all what I was. Stuff. That's what I was asking uh, uh, someone else about was the parody end of the spectrum. Um, yeah. Why Why do you think that's such a big uh, uh, 
genre for for both comedy and for porn? What is what is our obsession with oh, with God. parodies? Well, you know, it, it's it, people have always fantasized when they see the movie. Yeah. What is that? What what would it be like if those people had sex? Yeah. I mean, come on. We've all watched, you know, the Brady Bunch and wondered if Greg and Marsha got it on. Well, <laughs> now you'll find out when you see our movie. <laughs> so. So have so what's the weird so three stooges might be the curly might be one of the weirdest ones but what's the weirdest then person that you've played in a parody? Oh God! I when we did Men in Black, I was the rip rip torn. Rip torn, so yeah. funny. Um, it, well, I played the the cowardly lion in the Wizard of Oz. Okay, I was going to ask about the Donald that one. Pleasance character in Halloween. Okay, I was the detective. Have you ever done an Adams Family one? Uh, yeah, I've done Adams Family. I was um, Fester. Uh, did you get to be I Fester? I was Fester. How we did Saw? <laughs> I was the detective. <laughs> so funny that that goes after Jigsaw. Yeah, that, that turned out to be Ron Jeremy. So funny. Um, Jesus Christ! I mean, we've done the Blair Witch Project, really? uh, Men in Black, um, Duke Nukem, Duke Nukem, um, Die Hard. This is funny. Um, it, it's <coughs> it's amazing all of the stuff that we've done. And people at, at first, when parodies first came out, you yeah, know, we were getting sued because oh, of the interesting. title. Yeah. So what happened is it was that first big thing that we did with. Um, hustler for the Brady's. Yeah, and Larry Flint's lawyers came in there and, oh, and they, were they great. helped us win. <laughs> and as long as we put not this ain't or triple X, okay, in the, the title, title somewhere, then you can get away. You can say this ain't Gilligan's Island triple X, and you can get away with that. Very cool. You know, so the, we've been doing that for years, but unfortunately, the parodies are dying down. And popularity because but do you but know why no uh, the, the people are still buying them Let but do you know this. why it's because and if you look at every movie that's coming out now those are also remakes of original movies so the the actual new content mm -hmm. uh, doesn't exist everything is just another yeah. remake of another thing well we just did an original comedy in fact Kimberly Chi that you were talking and to and I'm not talking about your industry I'm talking about I'm talking about I'm talking about major oh, motion picture oh yeah those movies are all just stuff. getting remade like nobody's coming up with new ideas they're just re redoing everything it, it, that is very, very true. It is very rare to see some new kind of a genre being done because it seems like they're constantly, constantly revamping some stuff. The Let's Roseanne Barr just got uh, renewed th yeah. 35 years after the show went off the air. Yeah. So they're just bringing all and of the original characters back. Not yeah. the new Full House, Fuller House. Fuller House. Now. It's it's like we had whoever was uh, in charge in the it's 80s sad. and 90s is that they just they just get to redo everything they're they're redoing sanford and son with Is that true with two old jewish people Hilarious. i mean it's like crazy there's a lethal weapon sanford television and show sanford stein and son it's okay. gonna be called <laughs> yeah. so it's gonna be an interesting thing That's you funny. big dummy stein oi <laughs> and look here comes your aunt esther stein oi she's so ugly I think uh, hopefully our our our, uh, our viewers, our listeners, are getting the references to this. So that, so I'm 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 trying to figure out. Uh, um, so I was talking about this before with somebody else, uh, where I, I've always been able to figure out what the common ground is between me and, and, a, and a woman younger than me. But I've, I had trouble recently finding the common ground between me and an older woman uh, on on reference points. So with a younger woman, I just go back a couple. I just the things. Well, that I came have out a lot in common back. with an older woman. If she's a lesbian, because we both eat pussy. Aye. 
I hope this isn't going on PBS. This is why I don't interview comedians. This is this is 100 percent of the reason. I'm like I'm like the people were like you should do a podcast, and I was like I don't want to talk to comedians. It's not fun at all. But you have talked to comedians. <laughs> I was like I want to talk to different people. I want to talk to porn stars. I don't want anybody dropping jokes on this. Anyway, so oh, so you want to be the only one dropping the jokes? So. Oh, so hello, he, Mr. Ego. Hello. So here we are. Uh, right. So here we are. We're we're we're, we're amidst. The, and now I'm. I don't know. So we're in where? We're in Sherman Oaks. You were in Sherman which Oaks. I know yes. vaguely about from mm-hmm. a show called Sherman Oaks, which actually was a was a porn softcore porn show on Showtime. You know what I could tell you? Here's a bit of trivia for you. Please look out the window. The mm-hmm. big giant windows over there. Mm-hmm. That big building is the Sherman Oaks Galleria, where the Valley Girl was born that was moon zappa frank zappa's yeah. daughter came out with a song in 1984 called valley girl she's a valley girl yeah, yeah, and yeah. she did oh my god for sure oh and then mtv started and that whole thing began yeah oh that's so, incredible um the valley girl that mall was huge and it was also in a, in a great movie called Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I where remember he went to the mall. my sister yeah. had a had a um, a board game called Valley Girl. Yes, and it was and it was going around very the mall. Good. That's yeah, hilarious. it was a Hasbro game. Yeah, yes. I remember. It was very yes. funny. Um, but the Valley Girl all started out here, and there's still a lot of celebrities that live in the neighborhood. I don't want to drop any names: Corey Feldman, <laughs> Judd Apatow, <laughs> Steve Carell. I would you know, not, they all I would right never want to drop any names. <laughs> Seth Rogen, <laughs> he lives around the corner. Uh, James Franco's right down the yeah, street. It's crazy. Yeah, but out a here. lot of celebrities live around here. Michael Jackson's nurse is around the corner. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Jackson's nurse. Yeah. What a resume. Yeah. And but she- I mean, everybody, all these, these, these hot stars, they live out here because yep. you kind of get away. Beverly Hills is like Beverly Hills. But out in the valley, it's kind of a different mentality. It's a little slower. It's a little quieter. I lived off the Sunset Strip for years. Yeah. It was nuts. It was fucking nuts. But it was the 90s, and it was it was happening back then. There were nightclubs on every corner. Sure. There was traffic, and now it's like a ghost town. Yeah. Yeah. Tumbleweeds going across the Sunset Strip. You coffee shops. Strip. Yeah. Yeah, it's coffee shops. Comedy clubs. And, and well... Not even those many comedy clubs. You got two. You've got yeah. the the comedy store that I was at for years mm-hmm. doing sketch comedy, and then um, the, laugh you have the laugh factory, and that's it. And then the improv down on Melrose. Yeah, but um, it's it's a lot of bougie little clubs, what what we now call ultra lounges. Yeah, well, because that that's the thing. The, the The model of having a giant club mm-hmm. uh, started to fail because everybody was all about my generation's all about what's like. What's like the secretive spot to go to that nobody knows about? Like that's yeah. our thing. That's what we. That's what we. You uh, like the previous generations were all like, no, no, no. All we all go to the one spot, hot mm-hmm. spot, get in, do the whole thing. No, we're all like, no, no, no. Let's go to the place where only twelve people can get in. It makes <laughs> us feel important. Yeah. So that's what's that's what's happened. And then also, uh, there are also there were also a lot of clubs in New York when I got there where things were crazy. Things were happening where people were like, ODing and they were just taking the people and putting them in in, in like a little OD room. Oh yeah, and they would just stack them up, and then eventually they were like, "That's probably not the right move. I don't think we should be doing that." You know, Dan, I went <laughs> to the original Studio Fifty Four. Okay, tell this story. That's how old I yeah. am. Yeah, holy shit. Because I'm in my fifties, and I went there. I don't remember much, but that yeah. means I had a good time. But <laughs> <laughs> um, um, it it was absolutely incredible, and I always tell the story, so I will tell Please. you and your listeners and viewers Please. about this. 
Um, I went into the club and I was doing a show on Broadway and this was back in the 70s and I got lost from the girl that I was with. So I ended up somewhere, somehow I got downstairs into the VIP room and I was in there and I was, it was just a smoke-filled room. Yeah. And I heard this voice going, come here, little boy. Do you look lost? And I was like, yeah, I'm trying to find my friend. And I told it who it was. And she goes, oh, I haven't seen her down here. Why don't you come down here and sit next to me? So I was sitting down. And she goes, oh, don't be nervous. She pops out her tit. And she goes, here, have a little coke off mommy's tit. And I did <laughs> the, the coke off of her tit. <laughs> okay. And I looked up at there and I go, there's a weird guy standing there with the curtain. He's masturbating. He looks like he's painting us. And she goes, oh, that's Andy. Don't worry about it. That was Andy Warhol. Andy Warhol. And, and then the woman, tit? that was Eliza Minnelli. Hilarious. And Hilarious. I think I was probably the only straight guy that snorted coke off her tits <laughs> since then. That's, she's prob all, that's with probably with true. The, with the, with the, with the, They're worshippers. The other guys. Yeah. Well, they love her. Yeah. You know, it was like Betty Davis said she always had a lot of homosexual men that were hanging around. Yeah. That were her friends. But she hated them. And that was a sad thing <laughs> because I have a lot of friends, whether they're straight or gay. They're, yeah. They're good people. But I think it was that Betty Davis just hated all the people hanging on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff. It's, yeah. And uh, I mean, at that, at that, that was the peak of celebrity and just sort yeah. of like this this uh, hanging around the parakeet thing and it's kind of when this did whole you see feud no, on fx no you should definitely see it because it is a great show i mean it's, it's, win. it's, it's a good representation awards. of what's happening good god jessica lang is already a great actress but mm -hmm. you're throwing in susan sarandon kathy baker yeah kathy bates yeah and Catherine zeta jones okay and Af alfred molino um all of these God, incredible fucking actors. And it was a real true story about what happened yeah. in Hollywood. And the Feud. way that these women were were really treated like this. They were just objects yeah. to these guys like Jack Warner and all this. Sure. My mother was a contract star. And so I grew up around all of this Hollywood. And I had relatives and everybody, Hollywood people. Yeah. I grew up around that. And all of these great stars were like my outside second uncles and aunts and stuff and i grew up and i saw all the growth around me yeah you said you said that you were a child yeah. star yeah yeah i was a child actor and i did a lot of stuff and i work in mainstream i have a mainstream horror movie out now called hitchhiker massacre i've got a whole bunch of new stuff and then i'm still doing the adult stuff and why because hey I can, <laughs> and I can still do it, and I do stand-up, and I do tours, and comedy tours, and lectures, and appearances, and I mean, it really is a wonderful life, yeah. man. It, I mean, it really, really is, because there are guys my age going, oi, my prostate, and oh, my bills I gotta pay, and I'm like, is the chick clean? Did she get her test? <laughs> Did she wash down there? Did she douche? Okay, we're good to go, I get to go to work. Any job that you can go to that you love and you go to happy, then that's a great job that's, for you to do. That's what we were saying before. The first time I got paid in comedy, it felt like, it felt like I robbed somebody because they gave me money for the thing that I, I heard I'm you obsessed say that. With. God bless you. It's incredible. And, I, and, and, I, and I hope and I hope for anybody else to have that same experience. And I love meeting motivated people that do that. That's what they care about. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. in New York, so I meet a lot of guys that, that went the other way. They no, chase no, the I money. There, I lived in they New York. They chase the money first, and then they and then they kind of have to deal with. 
the work. But you got the hustle over there you got to do, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, I was constantly, constantly hustling, but I was stressed out. And so by the time I was 20 years old, I was ready to come back to Los Angeles because yeah. I had high blood pressure. And oh, it's all like, stress. Like I was freaking the fuck out because yeah, I'd been there for like four years working my ass off as a kid. And yeah. I said, I got to slow down a little bit, but not that I'm so... Everybody thinks you come to L.A. and it's like, oh, I'm going to do yoga and I'm going to smoke weed. It's and a little back. bit like that. Just a <laughs> touch. I mean, the people do hustle, the people that get their yeah, work for done. Sure. And there's a lot of us that are very motivated to do things. But, I mean, I also have found the secret is taking off time and doing something totally out of the industry, yeah. out of mainstream, out of adult. Yeah. I love working on the house. I love gardening. Sure. I love. Yeah, you have this this beautiful know, little. Uh, I don't yeah, even know what you Zen call it. Garden. Yeah, what do you call it? Zen garden. I have a Zen garden upstairs yeah. and downstairs. I'm constantly Buddha's everywhere. On that. I'm mixed constantly in. <laughs> so, this a, so I'm looking at a Groot. Yeah. Um, some some sort of Kama Sutra doll. Oh, I have tons of Kama Sutra dolls that then, fans send me from Asia. And then uh, and then there's and then there's a couple Buddhas and Bodhisattvas around. So there's there's a, there's a lot Buddhas, of spirit. There's a lot of spirituality. You have a gong here. Yeah. So I got. There's a little bit of everything, but oh yeah, (laughs) but I, if you'd been here six months ago, it was a totally different decor in here. So I love to change it up. Sure, and that's the project I like to watch on TV, DIY. Yeah, channel. Oh, they're fantastic. I love to watch that stuff, and I get those ideas. Yeah, you know, to do things, and I'm constantly doing projects. Yeah, and you know, there's a very famous story. It's not my story but the story of sarah winchester who was the widow of the man who made the winchester rifle she believed after he died that the ghosts of all the victims of the rifle would oh, come wow. back and kill her if she stopped working on the house that's what some psychic wow, told interesting. in san jose california so right now dame judy dench is doing the movie of that wow and this went on for years and years and years, and they were. If you ever go up there to San Jose, California, you must go to the Winchester Mystery House. It's an incredible place, and they have staircases that just go nowhere in, to nowhere. Okay, yeah, all this now, kind of stuff. There's a similar place to this in St. Louis called City Museum, where yes. this guy just had all these things, and he exactly. just and he just just kept building. I don't know if he was uh, his background was an architect, but it's just all this crazy. He's got planes. He's got school buses on the ceiling that mm-hmm. kind of hangs off the cl- you know the edge yeah, of the yeah. building. Uh, it's just yeah. a fantastic, and it, and it's, it's such an uh, I I don't know it's it's a it's a jaw dropping experience because it never stops like there's like you can oh, yeah. be there for hours and hours and there's 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 always more things. But you know what the funny thing was? She did stop after years and years and years. Did she get murdered by ghosts? Is that her, is that how she died? <laughs> she stopped for Spoiler one hour alert. because the workers were like, please, please, we've been going nonstop 365 days, and and no break. So she said, all right, you get to have an hour off. And in that one hour, she went like that. Come on. I'm not kidding you. This Look it real? up. Wow. Look it up. This is fantastic. Why would I make something like that this up? This is fantastic. I got I to fuck here in a minute. <laughs> I, make this I got all these awards. Why would I make up this Why, story? Up huh? this stuff. I'm not over here making up stories. I got two Asian chicks in, in schoolgirl <laughs> outfits waiting for me upstairs. It's very I true. I wish that was an exaggeration. <laughs> it's not. It's not an exaggeration. No, it's not. And then I have to finish after I finish fucking them. Then I got to take another one to the movies. Then I got to come back. I got to pick up another one at the airport. Then I got to come back. And then I got to finish painting the bathrooms and remodeling and putting new glass doors <laughs> in. And I got to get all that. So I'll be at Home Depot. So tonight is 
uh, DP and oral. Yeah. And then tomorrow and then is D-E-P-O. Home, yeah, then it's <laughs> D-E-P-O-T, <laughs> oh, Home Depot. <laughs> sorry. And Lowe's and Osh. Yeah. I, I See, if I get a plug-in for Osh, they give me a discount every time oh, I mention shit. it when I do interviews. Check out No, I'm Osh. kidding. I don't, know who, I don't know what Osh is. We don't have Osh out here. So, uh, yeah. The, uh, checked out, yeah, we checked. I had to check don't out Ralph's. Don't be nervous. People, don't be nervous. Oh, I'm not nervous. Okay. So we checked out Ralph's. <laughs> I had to check out Ralph's because people were fanatic Ralph's about the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. So somebody tweeted me when I got out here. They were like, because I'm from upstate New York, and we love Wegmans, and we're like obsessed with Wegmans. Somebody tweeted me, and they were like, they're like, how does Ralph's compare to Wegmans? And they were like, Mwah. and I was like, I don't even know what that is. I got to go check out what this place is. So, so you I, went to Ralph's. So I went to Ralph's. It's a grocery store. I don't yeah. understand why people get fanatical about all these places. But did you go to the one out here in the valley? No. Is there something they, specific and different? Oh, they have one that's the size of a um, fucking uh, giant super mega store. Okay. This thing is huge. You have to get a golf cart to go around. You don't have to get it. No, I get cart. in a golf cart and you I'm going down to. there. Hello, Mrs. Rosenstein. How are you? I'll meet you over <laughs> in the kosher department. This thing is so big, it has its own kosher deli yeah, in, inside. in the market. And Separate. a Starbucks. Yep. And a Starbucks. And there's also a Mini Cooper dealership. All inside <laughs> of the supermarket. It's so huge. You can test there. drive it in the aisles. Yeah, you can t- test drive it. But they have a pharmacy Just in roll there. down the window. They have a pharmacy in there. And there's two Asian chicks that take you into the bathroom and you get a happy ending. Oh, fuck. It's an amazing. It's story. basically just like your house. You yeah, described. It's, a, yeah. it's the exact same experience, actually. Uh, yeah, you, you, yeah you, so you, after the you shoot throw, today, yeah, we're going to go up for a happy yeah, ending. Yep, yeah, you were showing me the Asians <laughs> and then corn and the corn dogs. We had everything here. We have Asians. We have corn Asians, dogs. Asians, corn dogs. If you want to do anal with the corn dog. You could possibly <laughs> ask for is yeah, in this, this home right now. Be like, what the fuck are you <laughs> on when you did that interview, boy? So, and what yeah. that is that is that is a good question. Uh, we and and the and the listeners yeah. all want to know. But uh, so yes. weed, yeah, I smoke weed. So what else? Yeah, you did. Yeah, well, actually, was, what was hilarious was we were talking about weed when you when uh, you were in the other room, and then and then as, after we got done with the weed conversation, you opened the door, and then I smelled it. It was great. Yeah, I always like to smell. I always like to smell. Uh, Do you smoke weed? Yeah, I I'm, I I have not found uh, the level out here that I can handle. Everything everything is a little out of my pay grade. I don't know if you looked on the Zen Garden upstairs, but I'm growing stuff up there. Okay, yeah, that seems to be the new trend out here. Everybody's Look everybody's getting involved. Um, so yeah. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what really what makes it good. And then afterwards, we roll it on the thighs of a large-breasted Cuban woman. Oh yes, God. Luna Star comes over and oh. we roll the doobies on there. Well, that's uh, the doobies. That's how old I am. You call it oh, we did the doobies with the God's lettuce, with the devil's <laughs> lettuce, with the Mary Jawana stuff. Oi! I love how you end every joke with uh, with with a with a stereotypical uh, Jewish sound. That's the. Why? I don't know. <laughs> well, if oi, I did, bada bing, oi, bada. Yeah, but if I did, <laughs> I'm the Don Rickles of porn. <laughs> hey there, hockey puck, suck my dick. There Wait, you go. Uh, just just a quick check in because every once in a while I have a brain fart. Don Rickles is gone. He just yes, he, he just we passed. We just lost him. Um, we lost one of my favorites. More. Yeah. Well, who's who? Who was your favorite comedian of all time? Well, You've been out Rickles here a long time. Was amazing. Um, Bob Hope, I actually got to know. And I met him on several occasions, and he was a wonderful man. Dean Martin was a wonderful man. Sure. Dean Martin was a very, very funny man. Joey Bishop was another great comedian. Of course, the late, great Robin Williams was a master. Um, Here's a funny little story I think you might enjoy. Jonathan Winters, who was another huge idol of mine. He was also an idol of Robin Williams. Back in the day, 
We used to meet at Patty's Restaurant on Riverside Drive in Toluca Lake, and Jonathan Winters would be there every morning. They said his wife kicked him out because she couldn't stand him because he'd start doing stand-up in the morning. (laughs) And she goes, oi. In the house? Yeah, in the (laughs) house. And she goes, go down to the fucking diner. So he'd go down to Patty's Restaurant, and he would hold court, and we'd order this big spread of food. So we'd have this food out. Nobody'd be touching it because we'd just be listening to him. So he'd just be doing Ma Frickin' yeah. or any of his little. He was the master yeah. of that. He was way ahead of his time. But Robin Williams picked up on that, and that influenced him. So after a while, he said, oh, shit. Well, it's 8 o'clock. Who wants to come with me over to Paramount? Well, okay. So we'd all get in the car, caravan. We'd go down the Paramount lot, and then they'd be shooting Mork and Mindy. Wow. So... That half the time the director would go, fuck it, you know they're totally off script. They would go off script. Yeah, they'd go off on this tangent. Yeah, he's he, he Pam was Drauber would go. Well, I'll be in my dressing room when they get finished. And they started doing the dialogue thing, and then they were like going, brilliant force of nature. It was incredible to watch these two masters, Robin Williams and Jonathan Winters at work. Yeah, I mean that was incredible. So. When I got into this triple uh, X industry, you know, over 15 so years ago, I said, I want to do this comedy stuff. Yeah. Because I think if you can make people laugh and turn them on, that's a great thing. Yeah. And, you know, I got a couple of awards for doing things to, to, to show for it. And then look at that. They, they even made, I have fans yeah, that made a doll of me. Now, oh, this is from fans. I, okay, it, so it, it looks like Dr. Evil as a doorman does, at the Roxbury. It does, it does look like that. It looks like uh, <laughs> it looks Andrew like Zimmern. Uh, and it looks like you. Oh, wait, wait, no, wait a minute. Like you. you said I look like that guy on the food network. The Bizarre Foods, yeah. I, yeah. Don't, I don't know if, if, this, if the, this, this character just fucked somebody or just ate uh, the innards of a, of, a, of, a, of a feral beast. And then you hit this little <laughs> device underneath, and then my pecker comes out. Oh, shit. Okay, so it's a, it's a, it's a multifaceted. <laughs> it's a lighter, yeah, and the, the flame comes okay. out my dick. It's uh yeah I wonder. And then here's an orchid. You squeeze the bottom, <laughs> and it and it and it shoots on you. So you that do is this an old sc- that shot. is an old school reference. That is an old school reference. Don't you want me, baby? <laughs> and then you'll, yeah. The uh, I think the last time I saw a squirting flower was in the original Batman when he when he sprayed acid on people. Cesar Romero. <laughs> oh, Cesar Romero. Yeah, it was Cesar Romero's character because oh, he was the Joker. Oh no, yeah, no. I was, I was thinking of well, I I go to Nicholson. Oh. The movie. Yeah, the movie, yeah. See, I'm a purist. I think of the series. Yes. Well, if you were a purist, we would be talking about comic books. Yeah, well, that's... And, but you know, then, I but make then a again, we are. In, but then again, we are in Hollywood. I make a lot of movies for the maestro, Axel Braun, and he stays true to the comic book or to the original yeah. thing. So when we did Spider-Man, when we did Batman, when uh, we're now doing the Justice League... When oh, we, this is the, the parodies. Yeah. And, and we stay true to that. Barbarella. Oh, interesting. All of these things. We stay true to all of those things. We did Iron Man. And those parodies are still selling. Yeah, they, for sure. Because there's all those. Because uh, those are the most successful movies right now. Yeah. We go to Comic-Con and we get more mobbed than the guy from Firefly. Yeah. Or something. Well, I don't know the, the guy, guy from, from Doctor Firefly, yeah. Who. Yeah. You know, one of those shows. Oh, the originals. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. yeah, so they show up there and they go, okay, $10, <laughs> sign a thing, 
tent yeah. thing. They don't care to talk to the fans. And we get down there and we're dressed up. I'm Doc Ock from Spider-Man Triple right. X. And the fans are going nuts. And I'm stopping to take pictures with them. And then you go to these mainstream things and they got June Lockhart from Lost in Space. And the kid goes, he signed that. And she goes, that's uh, $100. And the kid's like, what? She went $100 for an autographed <laughs> yeah. photo. And I was so pissed off at that. Her and Billy Mummy and stuff charging so much money for an autograph. But I'm thinking like, oh, maybe they don't have any cash. <laughs> yeah. So that's the only time that they're making the money. So now they can it's go the conferences, yeah. and, and get some cat food and a box of Twix and they could eat for a week. <laughs> Wait, oh, which one are they so eating? Are they eating the Twix or are they eating the cat food? <laughs> no, they're giving the cat food the cat to fatten okay. it up, and then they kill the cat on Sunday, <laughs> and they have the roast for the rest of the week. Oi, that's so bad. So I can't funny. believe I did that. Listen, I'm an animal it's, rights it's lover. Fine. Fine. I do Vice is Nice. I do all these animal shelter things, and I'm very happy to say that Los Angeles County is working to become the first county in the world, in the United States, that will be a no-kill zone. Interesting. So any of the shelters will be no kill. Oh, I didn't know that. That's very interesting. This and 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 a, and a good portion of the tours that I go on, uh, we we raise money for the Liberty Humane Society. Do that's you? a big that's a big thing. Good for, man. For like, good Hoboken man. Festival, because we things. must take it's care. Important. Of, we must take care of our four-legged friends out there. Whether it's a dog or a cat or a rabbit or whatever you had, make sure they get spayed and neutered. And um, please, oh, if you're going to get a pet, yeah, uh, just turn into the end of uh, the the Price is Right. The, we, <laughs> This is the uh, that's Drew a, does that, doesn't he? It's a big well. Yeah. Well, that was uh, that was well, yeah. That was always Barker's Bob thing. Barker's yeah, things, with his, with Bob. His, but I, does Drew do that too? Is I don't know. I haven't seen it. I He's a good guy. It was Drew a hard. Carey. It was a hard. It was hard shoes to fill, and I wasn't sure if oh, I was. Fuck yeah. Bob Barker is a legend, and he uh, was he was my favorite, and that really, was my show. That was my really show as a kid. Is a, he was an amazing man. I thought that was an incredible bit for him to do in Adam Sandler's movie. Yeah. When he played, oh that my God, part. this is legendary, legendary moment. I think it's important, and I think the price is wrong, Dan. bitch. Yeah, <laughs> when you're an actor and you're established in a character like this, to jump out of the mold and play something totally yeah. different. Yeah, I was. You, very your whole fortunate. career can't get stuck in that oh. box, you know. Like, I was very fortunate to work with Leslie Nielsen before he passed. Oh wow! And um, on a couple of things, and Leslie always had taught me. Think out of the box, James. Think out of the mold. Do something totally different. Because if you look at Leslie Nielsen's career before yeah. Naked Gun and yeah. all those comedies, yeah. it was very straight stuff. He'd be sure. on Mannix or something or yeah. you know, these detective shows, and he was like the bad guy. Or And, I, and, and my generation doesn't even know him for that. The first time I saw him was Naked Gun 2 and a half. Oh, God. He yeah. did so much yeah. stuff in Hollywood yeah. for years yeah. before that. And he had done all of these things, and even when he got into the comedy, he did it straight. Yeah. Kind of like a dragnet Jack Webb Yeah, oh, thing. he crushed it. So it's so great. <laughs> Which Dan Aykroyd did when he did the dragnet movie yeah. with Tom Hanks. Sure. <coughs> Do we have any water? Well, you're dying. Uh, people are starting to moan upstairs. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's, oh, uh, shit. I let's, gotta get up there. Let's plug. Let's plug. Uh, let's plug where we're going. Do you? I mean, uh, I don't know. Where you're at. Do you want people to follow you on Twitter? What would you like? Oh yeah. Um, at James Bartolet on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can listen to me practically every day on latalkradio.com on Inside the Industry. I'm the host of that. Um, you can also check out a fun new show that I do with Ron Jeremy called Dinner with Ron on YouTube. Very cool. And check me out on your show. Porn Stars uh, are people Porn podcast. Stars are people uh, too. 
is it? No, there's pe- no two. There's no two? Superfluous. Porn stars Superfluous. are people. Porn stars are people. Those are people. It's a on definitive it's a definitive phrase. We're not we're not saying also. That's why they're just Judd, people. Judd had just called they're me and he said, I can't find people. it. And so I told him I said, Go to Porn Stars porn Are stars People, people. Two. And no. it's Porn Stars Are People. Porn Stars Are People Boy. podcast. Okay, Here we go. so I stand corrected. We're on iTunes. We're on Google so Play. On you can tell Alexa you to, can to, see to, that. to turn Tell Alexa off. to pull that up. I'm also on an episode of um, um, Hot Girls Wanted on Netflix right now. Yeah, it's becoming an entire series, it looks like. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little controversial with that because they're giving out the girls' real names, which is not cool. Um, Hitchhiker Massacre is out on in stores now. And that's my mainstream horror movie. And I have a new adult movie called Exposed for Wicked Pictures that was directed by Ricky Braun. And I co-star with my buddy Asa Akira in that. And I'll be at Exotica in Chicago. June in Chicago. And how about New Jersey? Coming out to my tent in my neck of the woods? I'm coming out to Jersey in November. November. I will be at Night Moves in Tampa in October. I will be... Um, co-producing and uh, running the Urban X Awards in August. In July, I will be hosting the Nudes of Poppin' in Indiana with Ron Jeremy. I made, I made the mistake asking you to plug. You got too much going on. <laughs> <laughs> this is another 30 minutes of the thing. And then in uh, December, I'll be joining Donald Trump's cabinet. Okay. Uh, he's, he, he would, uh, which, yeah, which cabinet position would you get? I'm kidding. I would, it would be in whatever, whatever. You know, I did a parody of Trump. Whatever, whatever. I did a parody of Trump. I, I I was I uh, I was originally like I, I was talking about whether or not there was and then I realized that I've seen like forty of them. Yeah, that's the one of the that's one of the best ones because I remember when when Palin was in the thing and they got Lisa Ann to play Palin and it was just oh yeah it got out of, it, it got out of control. Yeah, it's just fantastic. But the thing is, they don't have a sense of humor and they're trying to sue us and stuff. Yeah, he's well, that's a, he's. It was like Bill Cosby trying to sue us. Yeah, go, I don't want you doing the Cosby triple X <laughs> with the did you, did you jello do, pudding on the ass and the cock and the pussy and the you, fucking. Did you do a ghost dad parody? Is that what happened? Did you do? No, that? we did the Cosby show. Did you really? Yeah, that's fantastic. And he tried to sue us, and of course we won, and that's, he lost. That's crazy. Because it is. And then he got down the court, and then all the porn stars there, and you go, hey, would you like to go into the jury room with me and do a little bit of some have, Jesus juice I, I got drink. from Michael I Jackson? A, I have a drink for you. <laughs> well, thank you for being here. This is, this is fantastic. Thank you for all of your help this week. Uh, I, can't, I can't thank you enough. Uh, check us out on the web. Check us out on the content. If it's your first time listening, pornstarsorpeople.com, iTunes, Google Play, uh, and check out James' many endeavors. He's, uh, he's the king of this industry. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Porn Stars of People podcast. Goodbye.